What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. We are sponsored by IE Photo Rentals. IE Photo Rentals is a rental house serving the Inland Empire. Uh, they've been around for a couple years. I've been going there for many years now. I love using their services. Um, every time I want to try out a new piece of equipment, um, I will go to them. Uh, sometimes I'll just drive down there and check it out. I'll ask them to bring it out. I'll put it on my camera. I'll play around with it. Um, every time I want to try out a new lens that I'm thinking about buying, I'll, I'll rent it for a wedding and I'll play around with it. I'll see how it works. Um, and that's how I'll make my decision whether I want to buy that piece of glass um but yeah they're really great they're really helpful everybody there knows what they're talking about um if you have any questions you can just call them you can walk in you can check out some of their equipment they have lighting equipment photo equipment video equipment they got everything that you need and if you go in and mention this podcast they will give you 10 percent off of your next rental which is pretty awesome so go check them out you can find them on ie photo rentals dot com and use them for your next rental so you may or may not have noticed but the podcast has a new name the new official name of the podcast is the wedding photo podcast you can now go follow this podcast on instagram at wedding photo podcast and if you have any questions you can reach out to me there you can still reach out to my twitter uh, at del toro photo um, if you want to give me some more input on what you want to hear on the podcast next, maybe someone that you would like me to have on as a guest, reach out to me, let me know. Um, I would love for you guys to subscribe to the podcast, um, scroll down, give it a five-star rating, uh, review the podcast, and let me know what you think. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, we're just about everywhere. So go check it out. So I reached out a couple weeks back to today's guest. Um, she is a destination wedding photographer. She lives out in Portland, Oregon, and she has traveled all over the place. She has done weddings in Yosemite. She has done weddings in Portland, Mexico. Um, she's been to a ton of places. You can check out her work online. She's really awesome. Marcella Polito. She's stopping by to drop some knowledge on how she runs her wedding photo business as a traveling wedding photographer. Um, she's making her stop down here and she's gracing us with her presence. She's coming on the podcast and she's going to talk a little bit about her business uh, before she gets started on a bunch of travel destinations for the next couple weeks. So this is going to be such a great podcast. I'm really excited to have her on. Her name is Marcella Polito. Um, I won't hold you any further, uh, so we'll just get it started without any further ado. I present to you, Marcella. So I brought you on because uh, you're a destination wedding photographer. Yes. Um, I don't know what that's like. I think we've done... <laughs> I, I don't know either how it happened for me. <laughs> We've done a, a few, like uh, 
we we got the opportunity to drive out to Texas, mm. and we the only reason we drove out was because uh, at the time we also had like a photo booth set up, yeah. and we needed to take everything. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, so we drove out there. out there. It was totally dope, though. My, yeah. my friend, um, my best friend from college lives in El Paso, so we got to stop that. That was midway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we stopped. That's ridiculous there. when El Paso is midway. That's I, bad. I know. No, no. What's <laughs> what sounds even worse is it took ten hours to get to El Paso, right? Which is the beginning of Texas, right? And then it took ten hours to get to the t- part of Texas, we right? Were going right, because Texas is like <laughs> so a beast. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have to yeah. drive through the whole thing. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but other than that, we've done like uh, like Cambria. You know where Cambria is? Oh, at? yeah. That's up, like, towards Big Sur, isn't mm-hmm. it? Like, yeah. up towards the coast. Yeah. Cambria and uh, Solving. Like, those are our desti- – I call them destination weddings because we, like, book hotels for the weekend. Yeah. And do the whole thing. And you got to kind of go do, like, a whole mm-hmm. little trip. Yeah. yeah. But you're, like, flying everywhere. Yeah. So that's kind <laughs> of, like, a weird thing because um, it just sort of happened for me. It wasn't necessarily – like, I did kind of, like <laughs> – well, How did it just happen? <laughs> Like, yeah, that was what I wanted to do, but um, it's just kind of, like, the nature of, like, who I am also is, like, I've moved every year for, like, since I was, like, 23. Yeah. And I've, like, I, as soon as I got the opportunity, I went and, like, worked a summer job in Yosemite National Park. That helped get me up to Portland. That helped get me up to Seattle. I grew up in the Inland Empire. And, like, along the way, I've made friendships and, like, met people Mm -hmm. everywhere. And it's fun. I was dating a Texan, so that's... In a weird way, dating a Texan is how I ended up getting a destination <laughs> wedding in New Mexico. Yeah, okay. And, like, it, you know, like, yeah. weird little connections that you make along yeah. the way. And it just, it's just, like, happens that way. Yeah. It's the, the most random thing. I have a destination wedding this year in Fiji. And I can tell you that story because that's hilarious. I was here yeah. uh, and my friends took me out to a bar and I got drunk. And the guy mentions like they got engaged and they're mm-hmm. doing a destination wedding. Drunk me is like, hey, so uh, do you need some free engagement photos? <laughs> and like just went and did those photos, killed it. And now they're flying me out to Fiji for their oh wedding. Oh, my God. That's and it's insane. just like the nature of like networking and just letting people know that that's what you want to do. Yeah. And they'll take you out there <laughs> how, how long have you been doing it now weddings um this is my third year now. third year yeah yeah and all destinations from the beginning or um well since like i mentioned like growing up in california living in portland now and like um spending a year in seattle i feel like last summer for example i was alternating between the three every weekend mm-hmm. all summer long it was oregon washington california yeah. oregon washington california <laughs> That's with, insane. Yeah, <laughs> with a couple other ones, yeah. locations thrown in. Yeah. yeah. So, but now you're full on destination weddings. I'm trying. Like, I focus mostly on doing weddings in Portland. Yeah. That's where like all my advertising goes to. Okay. Because it's still really nice to like shoot down the street and come home and sleep mm-hmm. in my own bed and cuddle mm-hmm. my dog. Yeah. But it's just like the nature of social media, Instagram. People see your work yeah everywhere and so that just kind of gets out that way i feel like uh the destination wedding seems like such a glamorous lifestyle yeah (laughs) i don't think enough people talk about how exhausting it is and just how time consuming it is like i'm lucky that i'm single i don't have a family or like a significant other Mm -hmm. that i have to dedicate time to but I've, i've heard stories from like other married photographers or who have families and like what a strain it is 
on their relationships yeah. and i totally understand yeah. that it's a lot yeah we, i mean we don't know you know we don't go too far but even when we do you know and it's still like even just like two hours away or something like yeah. that we have to make certain accommodations yeah and then it it just it makes it a little difficult you know so, oh, totally. so just like you said when we have a wedding down the street we're like yes oh yeah <laughs> this is gonna be a good night we'll be home by 10 it's so might great. even watch a movie or something instead of go straight to bed and sleeping in your own bed yep. becomes like such a luxury yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is so comfortable i just oh, want to be home every once in a while that's too funny yeah so okay so uh do you still market yourself as as a destination wedding photographer? I mean, like, when I shoot the beautiful destination weddings and mm. everything, I'm not going to, like, keep them hidden, you know? Yeah. Like, they, they're still beautiful things to be seen. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I still, like, put them out and yeah. market them. And do you market it as, like, uh, like on Instagram and stuff? as your like hashtag destination wedding yeah, photographer like always yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, definitely. so you're just asking for it I mean, <laughs> it gets out there how do you how do you do your marketing do you use any like google ads facebook ads anything anything like that my biggest um i'm kind of giving up on instagram these days with like mm-hmm. the whole algorithm and everything um the biggest thing that's worked for me is just getting featured on like the big blogs like green wedding shoes yeah. june bug weddings um i would say that's mostly like where people find me through mm-hmm. i work on like the seo for my website trying to get on the google page one for portland <laughs> wedding photographer that's a thing yeah um and also just like the community has helped out a lot yeah. i get a lot of referrals from like local photographers because mm-hmm. like it's an industry where you can't be greedy it's yeah. not like you can work every wedding on a given saturday oh there's plenty of weddings to go around yeah yeah so, there's tons and tons of people yeah so, i mean los angeles alone the population is like four million I'm like yo i want some more <laughs> la weddings i need to come down south a little more often you want some more la weddings <laughs> during like spring and fall oh, yeah. i need to like extend my season some of those high-rise high-rise weddings yeah. that they have if you want to come cool. to portland during the summer i got you <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we wouldn't mind going up there. We love it up there. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it is. So what do you do with your SEO? <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs> There's just like a, it's like a mess of things to yeah. do for like SEO. What are your little tricks? Because I feel like that's something a lot of people may not know about. Dude, I'll just like name drop right now. Dylan Howell mm-hmm. uh, up in Portland is like the SEO genius. He's definitely worth like looking into. He's mm-hmm. got... Um, a bunch of little things like on his website to help out photographers with SEO. Yeah, it's just like alt tags and just like I don't know. It's 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 a whole ordeal. Yeah, yeah. he would describe it way better than yeah. I ever. I would could. say wording is everything. Like, yeah, you know, if you're if you're not the type of person that uh, likes to write out blogs and stuff, uh, you have to kind of understand that that's like really important. Oh, so here's yeah. the thing that I do, like, on the day of the wedding, you know how there's just, like, little details that happen that's just, like, oh, this is really cute? Mm-hmm. I take notes the day of. So, essentially, like, I'm writing the blog post while I'm there, so it's all fresh. I was going to ask you about that. I was checking out your blog. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's it's very well written. Thank but, you. But I also noticed, like, as a photographer, as someone that thinks about how, like, because I write all our blogs, mm-hmm. and I'm still working on it, yeah. right? But when I was reading your blogs, it, I kind of felt like, you know what? I feel like I should be asking this specific question either beforehand or to the client 
you know, ahead of time yeah. and writing some of this stuff down, it'd yeah. probably be a lot more helpful. So, know. like, I have a questionnaire that I send out before mm-hmm. the wedding, and it's mostly, like, details of, like, things that I need to know before going into their wedding day. Yeah. But at the very end, I ask some really personal questions, yeah. specifically for blogging. Just, like, how they met, yeah. how they proposed, things that we already, like, discussed, okay. but I'm forcing them to write about themselves. Yeah. So I can just, like incorporate that into the blog at a later time that's super smart yeah that is super smart so then like the blog writes itself so if i'm not blogging that's my own fault (laughs) (laughs) but i think having you know the blog like like yours like that's really important it helps your seo big time yeah yeah i also do like a lot of uh linking to specific words i add links all over the place the biggest thing that i do is like um if there's like a venue that i really like to work at or that i just shot at just trying to really like do seo for like that specific place Mm -hmm. like um in portland like there's i just did a styled shoot at the evergreen so that's going to be like the evergreen wedding pdx or whatever and then just try to seo for that because people don't necessarily like people are looking for the venue yeah and, and like the weddings yeah. and then if they see my photos along the way hopefully they'll be like oh that's beautiful yeah. she's worked there i want yeah. her to shoot our but wedding. then you have a higher chance of if you mention your, your venue and people search the venue like yeah. your link might be one of them that right. kind of pops up yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i like that uh we do the same thing we we add um we collect all the information for all the different vendors and, mm. and at the end of our blog we have a list of the vendors oh, yeah. you know and it helps to like credit them and yeah. i like sharing the images with like the florist and like mm-hmm. the venue and everything too because like they want to put the images out there too yeah. like on their instagram yeah. or on their website yeah. and that ends up being free advertising for you too it's yeah I mean, helping they're, they're each gonna other put, out they're gonna put pictures out yeah. either way it's gonna be either from their phone or it's gonna be your badass photo you yeah know? so and so why not be would a, rather yeah, it be exactly. your photo totally mm-hmm. yeah it's totally cool uh so how how do you come up with pricing for for your weddings Ooh, it's a trial and error (laughs) um that yeah that's kind of been an ordeal like i've been doing this three years now and i feel like i'm just now at the place where i'm like i feel like i've earned this and i deserve to be at this price and yeah so it just I I have like a la carte options, but I have like um, collections that I try to sell. Mm-hmm. So starting at like the most basic, like six hours, eight hours, and then like my big package is like a twelve hour package mm-hmm. that includes like an album credit, a print credit, and everything. So it's obviously like on the higher scale. Yeah. And do you charge uh, like is your travel fee like separately? Oh yeah. Is it one like specific fee? Or no. It so I've I've heard of people just doing like a flat travel fee. Like I know someone does like seven hundred or a thousand dollars, but I'm like, but that doesn't quite add up for like everywhere. Like I can't charge that to come home to California when it's like a hundred and fifty dollar flight round yeah. trip and i'm staying at my parents mm-hmm. house you know yeah. so i just kind of price it out depending on where i'm going and like a couple nights stay at a hotel if necessary a rental car if i need mm-hmm. to do some driving on top of that yeah yeah there's always things that are going to be a little bit different everywhere you go I'm, yeah i'm sure yeah that makes sense when you meet with your clients i mean you talk to them over the phone i assume most yeah. of the time right yeah <laughs> you don't always get to meet I, yeah your well not when it's like all the destination and travel ones yeah. we do a lot of phone calls a yeah. lot of skype and video skype? Yeah. yeah oh yeah i want to see their faces because yeah. it's so awkward when you meet someone for the first time and you're like yeah. i don't know who who to talk to <laughs> like wait who was the, the yeah. writer yeah. yeah so what do you do to get to know them since you guys are doing like these online calls and stuff same thing we're doing now just have a conversation yeah yeah, yeah. 
Easy. Just like, <laughs> I mean, you know, typical things to get to know another human. Just ask them questions. Mm-hmm. Just be curious. Yeah. Figure out more about them. And it's easy with couples because, like, they have a story to tell. Yeah, that's true. Of how they met, how yeah. they got proposed to, yeah. and everything. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure they're already excited to talk to you. I mean, who doesn't work. like talking about themselves also? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Realistically. <laughs> How do you plan out weddings with them, with them being, like, so far away? Or I'm sure there's things you're not always certain. Like, you can't just drive down and check out the venue. No. Like I mean, that's the thing. It was, like, I kind of, like, I get asked this a lot. It's, like, you're you're flying in from out of town. Like, do you need to check out the venue or anything? And it's, like, honestly, no. Because, like, mm-hmm. I'm mostly focused on, like, capturing their story and everything. And even if I go do a walkthrough, like, Whatever the case is, like, the day of, I'm going to get there early, and I, I can just kind of walk the property then, but you can't really see what the light is going to do until, yeah. like, at that moment, and I kind of really like that risk yeah. and that game. Like, it, it's, like, a challenge it's to a challenge, me, yeah. but it kind of keeps me on the edge of my seat and, like, keeps me, like, working towards something. Yeah. So I like working that way. Yeah. So how do you, ex- how do you uh, explain to your clients like how you're gonna work your day out i mean like i just like in regards to the location scouting and everything i just tell them realistically like that's just how i operate and how i work and like most of the the weddings that i've shot i've been at places that i've never been to Mm -hmm. before or even knew of before i met them yeah so i've seen some some pretty cool places that you've been to yeah yeah what are uh what are some of the funnest places you've been to well so i've gotten to do a couple of elopements now up in yosemite at uh my favorite hike ever is taft point okay it's really short but it's like at seven thousand five hundred feet elevation and mm-hmm. it's like my favorite place to go see a sunset in california yeah. or really anywhere yeah. it's just like the most magical place and i've seen the photos yeah it's pretty breathtaking and i gotta do one last summer um on the summer solstice at sunset out there and oh, i was just awesome. like this is magical <laughs> this is great i could do this forever it all like came together perfectly yeah yeah it was really beautiful so out of all the places you've been to your favorite is right here in california always <laughs> yosemite's just like my happy place <laughs> how did you get a job working out there you said you were working out there oh that's a really yeah so um it was like right after i graduated i had like no career prospects because like bachelor's degree in psychology which is totally useless and I was just like really upset that I just couldn't find a job and like me and a bunch of friends did like a (laughs) camping trip to Yosemite and that was like my first time out there my first time really properly like hiking and camping Mm -hmm. um and like we did like the big hike there up to like uh the mist trail hike up towards half dome we didn't do the full thing but Like, it kicked my ass. Yeah. It was so brutal. But yeah. I just completely fell in love with the place. Yeah. And at the end of it, like, I went and got a drink at, and some pizza at, like, the Curry Village Bar. And uh, I was talking to the bartender, and I was telling her, like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, yeah. you get to live here and work here. And she was like, yeah, like, it's super easy. Like, they take rent out of your paycheck. It's really cheap and just yeah. whatever. And I was like, what? Like, this is just <laughs> a thing you can do? And, like, <clears throat> I literally got home, applied right away, and two months later, I was driving up into the park. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, bye. I'm done here. <laughs> How long did you live there? Um, it was about five months yeah. that I got to be there. And was that just the best time of your life? It I was feel like it would be. <laughs> the worst job I've ever worked. Uh, but it was 
such a fun experience having like a national park as your yeah. backyard yeah and just getting to explore and yeah what did you do while you were out there i was working the front desk at one of the hotels oh, at okay. the wawona hotel wawona hotel yeah. oh, okay yeah that is so cool man i've uh i'm a big uh fan of hiking and camping yeah have you ever read um uh the last season no i'm sure being up there you might have heard of him randy morganson you ever heard his name it sounds familiar he was a back a backcountry ranger in Sequoia. Yeah. And he did 27, 28 seasons uh, <laughs> without ever skipping one. Mm-hmm. He did 12 seasons in the winter. Um, and he went missing. He went Whoa. missing in 96. Yeah. They found him five years later. So they, they're not really sure exactly what happened. But the best explanation is that um, he fell through a, a snow bridge. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. But uh, if you ever read uh, the book, the last season, it's yeah. really, really good. I'm gonna check yeah. it out now. Yeah, that it's sounds really awesome. Good. Yeah, it uh, <clears throat> it basically goes through the life of a back backcountry ranger, and then it goes a lot through his life. So his uh, he grew up in Yosemite. Yeah. His father was Dana Morganson. There's a mountain named after him over there. Um, he was a. Uh, f- like Mount Dana, is that? Uh huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mount Dana. It's all coming it's, together it, now. It's named after him, and he was a photographer, and he did photography tours back in the day mm. in Yosemite. Of course. So that whole awesome. lifestyle just sounds sick. It's you know? it's really fascinating because there's like this whole culture behind mm-hmm. it, and like once I was there, I did meet a lot of people. And, like, I think that's what really influenced, like, how I got into, like, the whole destination stuff and yeah. everything. Because, like, once you're there, everyone's just kind of like, the world is open to you. Yeah. You can go and do whatever you mm-hmm. want anywhere. And you see a lot of people, like, the snowbirds, you know, who, like, I knew people who worked in Yosemite for the summer and then went up to Tahoe for the winter and just would kind of just keep rotating. Yeah. And then go somewhere else, somewhere in between yeah. and just, like, save up enough money to just travel and everything. Yeah. And I, I kind of became really enamored with that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily want to, like, get stuck in that cycle. <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't want to get too stuck in the cycle and just, like, keep perpetuating that. And, you know, I felt like I needed to come back to reality at yeah. some point. But but you're also still kind of living that lifestyle. I know. Just in, you've made, you've made it your own. I did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can talk about the mountains all day. <laughs> so could i i'm into it i love it <laughs> i like your tree by the way oh no that oh, one's cool. yeah that's uh yeah. so that's that's the california golden poppies and the giant sequoia oh that's so sick i got these tattooed up that's... in the pacific northwest yeah. when i became like a really proud californian yeah <laughs> yeah I, I want a tree too but like after this i'm like i don't know if i want to keep going full like i'm gonna have just trees and mountains all over one arm oh it's yeah well yeah that's all i got no like, like all my, all my tattoos ideas are just trees and mountains yeah so like i'm gonna put them all on one arm so you just have a bunch of trees <laughs> well these are all like florals and like plants and stuff yeah and then it's funny because like the tattoos on my leg are like really aggressive yeah it's like a pirate ship and then like it's like it's all bloody and yeah. gory that's that's sick though that's yeah. awesome and it's all like pretty florals on my arm that's <laughs> fine oh my god all right, well, we'll keep talking about okay. uh, photography. Yeah, photography. Photography, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we have to. So how uh, how do you go about, like, booking your flights and stuff for all these travel? Um, so it's it just, like, I, I have, like, an app. It's called Hopper mm-hmm. that I keep tabs on, like, it, it, I just input the dates and, like, the destination, and it lets me know what the best time mm-hmm. to book is. And it's usually I found two months beforehand. Um, 
So if anybody's trying to book a destination wedding or anything, please do it at least two months beforehand. Because <laughs> then it's just like the price skyrocket yeah. if it's like too last minute. There's a couple of um, weddings that I'm talking to or, or situations that I'm talking to people for right now that I'm like, I kind of need to know right away yeah, <laughs> if yeah. I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure because you got to book all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure you have to make them aware of all that stuff. Well, like so. it's one thing if like what I quoted them like four weeks ago. Yeah. And it's like four weeks later and it's like it's coming up and I'm like. Do you uh, do, you do like uh, estimated costs or do you kind of try to shoot for one price? Well, ju- yeah, just like when um, when they reach out and they're like, hey, like I have a, a guy trying to do like an engagement session in Yosemite right now. Mm-hmm. And so like I was like, OK, so like this is this is how much a flight's going to cost, how much the trip in, Mm -hmm. like where I need to stay and everything. So this is how much I need for travel alone. And then on top of the engagement session fee. So what if like by the time that they, they he's going to have to get a new quote. (laughs) If it comes yeah. Do you tell him that? Yeah. Yeah, Well, I told him like, this is good for like up until Monday. Yeah. Okay. After that, I probably won't be able to do it. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was wondering. Maybe that's why some people do flat fees. Yeah. You don't know. It's at that point, yeah, and it just yeah. gets stressful too if it's too last minute, yeah. and it's like at that point, it's like I want to, I want to just stay home. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know about this anymore. So you're gonna keep marketing yourself as a destination wedding photographer. Yeah. But you just want to stay home. <laughs> I know, right? I want the best of both worlds. <laughs> So how do you plan out like uh, your your departure dates? Do you leave like right be- the day before a wedding or what do you? Oh do? yeah, like I definitely make sure I'm there. Like um, for destination, it really just depends. But I want to be there like two days before, mm-hmm. just so I have like the full day beforehand, just to rest properly. Mm-hmm. And if I'm jet lagged or depending on the time zone, just to rest and be prepared. Yeah. So I can go into like the wedding day like fully rested mm-hmm. and just ready to go have you ever had any like flight delay issues or anything like that not for like a wedding or for a job or anything mm-hmm. yet i'm just like yeah. right <laughs> knock on wood like not yet I, yeah no um definitely for personal travel i've had yeah. a couple but i guess that's news. good that you you try to put yourself out there a d- yeah you know, a day or two before just in case and i think it's just like i've heard horror stories yeah. and just out of fear like yeah People are depending on me to be there, so I just want to make sure, like, I have that buffer yeah. just in case. Are, do you protect yourself with that, like, in your contract or anything like that? Yeah, there's something in there about, like, you act of God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> so, like, I, like obviously, I'm going to do whatever's in my power to be there. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've always been curious about that because, I mean, we, we find everything that we need to protect ourselves in in the contract obviously it's super important yeah but i've always been curious about how that (laughs) invest in your contracts (laughs) (laughs) it's so important yeah no it is that's there for you (laughs) i've always been curious how that works with you know like flight delays or if you don't end up making it yeah because yeah stuff happens like that no and that's terrifying (laughs) that's (laughs) That's why you want to stay close to home (laughs) oh my gosh how do you pack for a trip I try to pack as light as possible, and I always have, like, my carry-on. Or um, I guess usually for, like, international trip, I just check, like, my clothing and everything. But my yeah. camera bag goes with me everywhere. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. And I also, I've heard all those horror stories, no. too. Mm-hmm. And I got TSA pre-check, like, as yeah. soon as I could. Like, once I realized, like, I was going to be, like, I did, like, 20 flights last year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, TSA pre-check, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need <laughs> you just, that. You just go right through? Yeah. yeah that's no, awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> And do you, um, um, how do you carry your gear around when you're out there? 
I have a backpack. Yeah. And it's it can get kind of heavy, yeah. particularly if I'm hiking. Yeah. So for hikes, I tend to carry like lighter stuff. Yeah. Not like everything all at once. Um, but for weddings, like I bring everything. Yeah. Yeah. You got your laptop out there with you. And not usually, no, not no. for the weddings or no. anything. Just cause like I get a little nervous. Like I already have so much gear on me yeah. that I don't want to add like one more thing that could potentially get lost or stolen. Yeah. So I try to keep the laptop somewhere safe. So how do you do your, like your importing when you're, when you're out? Well, like that's with me when I travel, but generally not like at the, like it's usually okay, at like so the hotel have it with you, or gotcha. something. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Somewhere safe, quote yeah, unquote. Quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Safer. I don't know. <laughs> that's scary too, Not I'm out sure. in the open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's like so many facets of it that's just no, I know. a little nerve wracking. Yeah. When we yeah. have our gear and stuff. I mean, that do not disturb signs on our hotel door. Oh, yeah. I, I can deal with yeah. a day without them changing the sheets. Well, and then, like, <laughs> after shooting, I always, I shoot dual memory cards. Yeah. And so then I always put, like, one card, like, in a wallet, mm-hmm. one somewhere else, and then import into my laptop immediately. So yeah. I'm like, cool, three different places. If I lose my wallet, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. If yeah. I lose this, just always keep it separate. Oh, that's really smart. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you normally travel alone? Do you ever take like second shooters with you? Um, I haven't had a shoot with a, like like I haven't had a travel with a second shooter. I so I usually travel alone. Um, if I have to find like a second shooter for like a travel destination or anything mm-hmm. like that, usually I try to find someone local. Yeah, just to make it easier and not have to eat up cost of travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you shoot uh, a lot of these weddings by yourself? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. How's that? awesome yeah i mean yeah i have no complaints about it oh that's cool it's like admittedly it does get a little lonely having to travel like out there by myself but it's a good opportunity to like meet more people and just be social and just be friendly well i imagine by now you have like your workflow down too yeah but i know that um it could be stressful working alone sometimes like if there's a lot of stuff that you have to cover you don't ever deal with anything like Not, that? So um, I'm usually okay shooting by myself. Yeah. It's only when it's like a really big wedding of like 150 people or more. Yeah. When it's like, all right, I'm going to need a second shooter. Yeah. Like if, if we're going to do this big of a wedding, like to capture all the details and like everything, and all the people, yeah. we're going to need a second shooter. But anything below 150 and like, I guess I lucked out in that I shoot a lot more intimate weddings. Um, and so I am more than capable of shooting that alone yeah. so they so i imagine they tend to be a little bit smaller the intimate weddings right? yeah and yeah. like for destination weddings i say that and then like i shot like a like 200 or more yeah, yeah. or uh, you're gonna wedding jinx, your, like you're gonna jinx yourself right now right the next one's gonna be huge, huge. <laughs> but you know what they also tend to be awesome so that was actually like a wedding i was second shooting in mexico and like my my buddy just covered like my costs of Mm-hmm. Uh, flights and then I was just like I'm gonna hang out a little bit longer but that was like one of my favorite weddings because it was a Mexico and wedding yeah. it was like two to three hundred people and it was just a huge party wow. and I was <laughs> that's like that's a big wedding I was like I'm about this this yeah. is great yeah that's awesome what part <laughs> yeah. of Mexico was that That was in Cuernavaca what, it uh, was like uh what was it like an hour or two out of Mexico City oh okay yeah cool. it was so beautiful yeah yeah all of Mexico is beautiful yeah I'm so excited yeah. I'm going back next week oh same same area? to Mexico City to Mexico City yeah spend yeah. more time with the people there what's your what are your like like your upcoming travel dates so yeah so April what 17th through the 24th Mexico City mm-hmm. and then back to California through May 1st potentially Yosemite May 5th mm-hmm. Um, and then June 4th 
through the 9th is Fiji back to San Francisco from like the 9th through the 12th um that's like all that's at the top of my like right at the top of my head because just because that's coming up yeah, and yeah. i'm just kind of like preparing for that right now How? and then like everything else is <laughs> just kind of like a blur <laughs> and then like i know i'm going to maui in october <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah <laughs> how the heck do you prepare for that that's awesome i really keep tabs on my calendar <laughs> it's got to be pretty exciting though no it's awesome yeah. i really love it i get to experience like I don't know that I would have, like, by myself made it a point to go to Fiji. So it's cool that I'm being pulled out there. Yeah. So I get to experience that. Yeah. So. You've been to some pretty cool places. It's pretty great. I can't yeah. complain. Uh, I saw that you've been published quite a bit. I try. That's that's really awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You have to tell me about the llamas. The llamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the llamas. Oh, when you my first God. Po- you, know what, you know what's funny? Okay, so you posted a photo of the llamas, <laughs> right? Right, and um, I, I mean, I'm already familiar with your work because we've been following each other for a while. Yeah. But the llamas photos came up, and I was like, man, that is so cool. But I made not have even noticed it was like you exactly. I just saw the photo. Right. Like, That's so sick. And then not too much longer later, I saw it again right. and again, and none of them were you. You know, it was like publications. I'm like, where? Wait, I know this photo already <laughs> that I had to like read and be like, that was Marcella. <laughs> I know it's bad because like I kind of feel like I have so much work that I really love, and it was just like the one thing that I couldn't control the llamas, mm-hmm. you know, that I feel like I've peaked because I got so much attention. And I'm like, how can I ever top the wedding llamas? <laughs> I don't think I can. No beautiful location or sunset or anything or mountaintop can compare to the llamas. <laughs> so is it their idea to have the yes. llamas? Yes. So yeah. the funny story is um, the bride, the bride's friend had been married a year prior at that same location and she had the wedding llamas. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I was second shooting that wedding. Oh, okay. So you've already seen them. So I'd already seen them. I'd shot the venue. Um, and so when the, the like my bride saw the wedding llamas, she was so excited that she completely missed her friend's ceremony <laughs> because she was so caught up with yeah. the llamas. So she already knew, like, I need these at my wedding. <laughs> like, I need these llamas. Yeah. And it just so happened that she ended up hiring me. And then I was like, Wait, I've shot here before. Wait, I've shot with these llamas before. Wait, this is all very familiar. Um, but that was just like a really fun wedding. It was just like party from start to finish. Yeah. And, and they dressed the llamas up like bright. So that's it. just like, that's part of the, the their, what, um, it's, I think it's like Mountain Peaks Therapy Llamas. And it's Rojo the Llama and Napoleon. I think he's, he's an alpaca. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like yeah. one's a llama and one's an alpaca. Yeah. Um, and so they get dressed up as, like, the bride and groom for weddings. It is so cool. And people just take a bunch of photos <laughs> of them. And, like, it seems, like, so goofy, but, like, I shit you not. Like, when we were taking photos, like, and walking back on the street, I just had, like, one hand comfortably, like, on the llama. And I was just, like, I can't even stop smiling. Like, this is just so, like, this is so, so great. Like, just having a wedding llama. <laughs> Did you take pictures with the llama? Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> Dude, that is so cool. It was such a fun yeah, experience. Yeah, the, the llamas are great. Yeah. Uh, the, that whole wedding did look like fun. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't think that that it doesn't peak your weddings. You have some pretty awesome stuff. Like the canoe in uh, the islands, like that's yeah. really cool. Orcas Island. That was yeah. another like dream location of mine. Mm-hmm. I had like 
still like local national um locations that i really wanted to like shoot Mm -hmm. that were on my checklist for last year and that was yosemite big sur and orcas island and i got to do all three last year and i was like that's dream come true right there that makes me really happy yeah (laughs) (laughs) international it's fine No, but the no, long... I'm like, wait, no, let me put this out there. I would still love to shoot a wedding in Spain. <laughs> Putting that out into the universe because I want that to happen. I, you'll get it. You'll Fingers get it crossed. Sure. <laughs> Fingers crossed. That is so cool. No, the llamas, they, they're just interesting because, uh, I, I mean, I, I've never, I don't think I've seen that personally. So right. that's kind of cool. Yeah, like a know? farm animals at a yeah. wedding. Yeah. yeah. And they're so Surprisingly like, fun. And they're so odd looking, you know. Yeah. They, they, they're so goofy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you can't help but smile when you see them it's so great yeah yeah so uh when you fly out to these places like how do you how do you do your research beforehand like where you're gonna be shooting and stuff do you do like google maps or anything like that no so like a lot of these venues have already been shot at i I can't say that too many of them are like first like time locations or anything and um so I just kind of start doing like a lot of like stalking, like of yeah. who's shot here, like what do previous weddings look like at this location, mm-hmm. and then just kind of go off of that. Yeah. Or, or like a lot of like when I shot at Yosemite and like Big Sur, I've already explored those locations mm-hmm. like previously on my own. So it was easy just to be like, yeah, I know exactly where to go. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Plus you worked up there and lived up there. Yeah, I got to yeah. do a lot of exploring. So I know, <laughs> I know I have that going for me. Yeah. yeah. How do you get... Um... How do you connect with your clients while you're out there? How do you make them feel comfortable? You know, I mean, it, it, you've met them through Skype and everything, yeah. but it's still kind of your first time officially meeting them sometimes, I imagine. Um, yeah, so, like, <laughs> it's funny because, like, when it's at these remote locations, I have T-Mobile. My phone doesn't always work, mm-hmm. so I just have to do, like, a lot of communication beforehand just to even make sure we meet up at the same location and like it you know like back in the day like meet me at this place at this time and you have to be super specific and just like fingers crossed like we're so used to having everything like at our just fingertips Mm -hmm. and so it gets like a little like it's just it's a little (laughs) nerve-wracking just to be like are they gonna show up How do you how do you do that when you're in a foreign location and you don't have like any service how do you get around um wi-fi just try to oh i download maps on google and just like just you know talk to people and connect so you have a little bit of preparation and stuff like i've done enough travel just to kind of like prepare myself mentally for it and for what i need to do to get there yeah so while you're shooting with the couple what what kind of things do you do with them to to get them comfortable in front of the camera and stuff i like just try to be myself yeah. and like i just try to be like try to get them to like trust me so mm-hmm. like a lot of it is just like hanging out beforehand if they needed like have a drink or take a shot whatever works for them um but i just kind of strive to like make them comfortable with me and like the the great thing about doing couples photography is like if you get like a person on their own in front of your camera it's really difficult to get them to feel comfortable and you always get people do the whole like i don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) thing and it's like dude i totally get it just relax but the great thing with couples is like oh you don't know what to do with your hands put them on your significant other be affectionate (laughs) make out for like two hours just kind of be cute and giggle to each other and like let me do the rest Do you do like a lot of directing with them? Just enough to just yeah. to kind of like get them to like kind of ease yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, how do you get comfortable like shooting them? 
Me? Yeah. I, so I think it's just like, I just kind of feel, so like I'm naturally like an introverted person and it was just kind of like a process for me to work through. Yeah. But I realized like no matter how awkward I think I might feel, yeah. they feel significantly more awkward yeah. in front of my camera. That's true. And so I was just kind of like one day just kind of like there, there was like a switch that went off in yeah. my head where it was just like, if I don't feel comfortable around them, they're not going to feel comfortable mm-hmm. around me. And if I yeah. make this awkward, they're going to feel significantly more awkward so it's just kind of like just go into any situation just be like this is great this is gonna be awesome we're gonna have a great time together because if they're trusting me to you know take awesome pictures of them then i want to make sure that we get that and we work well together to make it happen you say introverted but i feel like you accidentally (laughs) said introverted (laughs) i'm I'm an introvert that learned extroverted qualities (laughs) after this i'm gonna just go hide in my room in a ball and just be quiet for a while i feel like uh, as uh, as photographers we we kind of have to be extroverts like i'm i'm pretty naturally extroverted i think uh, but I have noticed I, I've got photographer friends that are total introverts, yeah. but I've seen them work and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> it, we, it pushes us. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really yeah. gets us out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, it's a whole other thing to make someone feel yeah. comfortable. And like, I've realized just between like personal interactions with people, the people who make me feel the most comfortable are the more extroverted mm-hmm. ones because I don't have to work for it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I've kind of taken that with my clients too. It's like, I'm yeah. not going to make them work for my friendship. Yeah. I'm just going to show up like we're best friends already. Yep. And hopefully it helps. Yeah. yeah, no, it does. My my wife's uh, very much the same way. Like yeah. um, she's super quiet and reserved and doesn't say much. Um, and she's totally introverted, but she really loves wedding photography. Yeah. And um, uh, this year she's been taking over even more because we're doing like the videos and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that was a very hard jump for her because she didn't want to take over. Yeah. <laughs> or like she does and she doesn't you know she wanted us to do photo and video and obviously i'm gonna run video so yeah naturally she's gonna have to run photo so she knew it was coming and the first couple times like that was very challenging for her oh, like it's family photos yeah family photos yeah for i imagine for an introvert is like what is happening oh now? it's it's like hurting cats family photos yeah. it's such a disaster yeah. sometimes yeah. it can be it can be yeah but see like for me um i, I worked for a, a photo studio and one of my specific jobs was to do like giant group photos and i'm talking 600 to 900 kids right (laughs) yeah and just to give you an idea how i would run these i would show up to uh, a middle school right alone and (laughs) this already sounds like a nightmare (laughs) that's the same that's oh no Uh, you know what and i'll give you just to show you how comfortable I am with, I'm not trying to brag, but just to show you how comfortable I am with large groups Humble now. brag right now. <laughs> Humble bragger. <laughs> just to give you an idea how like comfortable I am with large groups, um, I would show up to a school alone. I already know how to do what I'm doing. It's not my first time. And they would tell us like, hey, we moved up the group picture. Uh, is it okay if we go out there in 20 minutes? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's... That should be fine. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and head out there and uh, just send the kids out when you're ready. Okay. So I would drive around back. I would set up my ladder. I would, I, we had spray chalk. I would set up my lines, you know, to get it all set up perfectly. And when I'm setting up my lines, the, the 
the 900 kids are already making their way out there <laughs> and then this I, is intense <laughs> and then i would jump on a megaphone if i had one <laughs> no i'm like i can't even imagine doing this without a megaphone. it's not that it's it's not that crazy because there i mean it's techniques like anything else right so mm-hmm. like if they're walking out let's say to a track field you know the side of a track field there's a line so I, even if they come out in bunches it's like start lining up start i would stand in one place and just say that for for three minutes straight start lining up start lining up start and also if if you've ever been out to any of these you uh during a photo like that you know that for teachers this is their break time <laughs> <laughs> oh so they're not even there to help you no, through this no they're like okay you all. got this they stop at the gate let the kids keep walking <laughs> nightmare (laughs) they'd line up the next step uh is you know i start telling the kids like i actually need you guys from what was it i can't remember tallest to shortest or shortest to tallest so you know and i'd be like look at the person you left and right get it going right and and i'd help but at the same time like you give kids you give a group uh this is the way i see it if you give uh, a group direction um if you give an individual person, sometimes they're like, wait, I don't understand. Wait, what do you mean by that? But when you give a group direction, I they feel like groups, they, they work together. You yeah, know what I mean? They yeah. start just kind of do it. They don't want to look like the dumb one. So everyone just starts like, wait, I need to figure this out. You right? know? So they start doing it. <laughs> they line up in a, in a line. If I have my megaphone, I tell them all, you all got to be quiet. You all got to listen to me, this and that. Right. And then I bring them uh, in a straight line. Oh, yeah, and man. line them all up no problem i get up on the ladder i yell at everybody i take the photos and and then uh, i t- always take like a silly one at the end yeah or that that was my uh, incentive like if you guys do a good job i'm we gonna give you guys the one. best silly photo ever yeah and, you know, when you got kids like you get you can they say want, yeah yeah stuff like that so i take it and i shit you not i would be done with that entire photo in like a half hour what yeah that's and, magic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not it, it took a long time to, to learn how Get to, to do that like point. That. But I feel um, like the my personality, it was um, I love challenges. So like to get to that point, it was like, I need to do this again better. Yeah. You know, I'm I, like, I, oh, I want to have just hearing about back. this. I'm like, I don't think I could handle <laughs> yeah. this. Like just right. Just <laughs> jump into this. I'm like, here, this is what's yeah. happening. I'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to do? I don't know about this. That's intense. So, and we were shooting on uh, these Fuji 6x17 film cameras, too. So. <laughs> You're shooting film. Oh, man. This is a whole other thing that we had to deal with. No, but it was super fun. And uh, I took that skill. Yeah. And to, so applying it to weddings. Yeah. Like, when I get crowds, I'm in. This is, this is oh, easy Oh, dude. It's just like whenever yeah. it comes down to, like, the group and the family photos, yeah. it's just like, all right, here we go. I'm going to start yelling at you. That's the key <laughs> word is you have to yell at yep. people. Yeah. Because people just get so distracted yep. and they're just like, oh, I'm going to go do this thing. Nope. Nope. You're not leaving. We're not done with you yet. Do you yet. do anything ahead of time to kind of set yourself up for family group? Um, I, I just have them like create like a list of like what they want and like the, the like group pairings and everything. And I always tell them like it would help me if you have someone that can work as kind of like the quote unquote herder. Someone who is like more comfortable and knows who yeah. people are and who's more comfortable yelling at them. Yeah. I will yell at your family to get in line. But oh, I'm just saying gosh. they might feel more comfortable if it's someone that they already know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. 
Oh, that the family photo time. That's that's usually the craziest. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just a little bit chaotic. And you know what? Uh, when when we shoot weddings, that's that's my work up too. Like we work <laughs> up from the morning. Yeah. It, the morning always starts out pretty okay, right? Yeah. Like it's fine, and then it get kind of gets kind of crazier and crazier. Yeah. But for me, it's always like I just need to get to the family photos. Oh, and after that, <laughs> it's just kind of like cool. Dinner yeah. soon. We're yeah, chilling. Yeah. And then after that, it's just like what. Uh, bouquet toss? Oh, what? that's fine. Cake cutting? That's, what? Yeah, we're Whatever. almost done here. Cool, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just funny whenever you're doing, like, the family photos and everything, because, like, people are just, like, very painfully aware of their family members, mm-hmm. and they're always just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I'm always just kind of, like, laughing to myself. I'm like, dude, it's fine. Like, I do this all the time. You like, are not my first crazy family. Right? <laughs> like, you're doing great. We're almost yeah, through it. Yeah. We've had some we've had some pretty rough families and and by rough I don't mean they're rough is just like they're they're having such a good time yeah you know like I they're in the zone they're you know it's hard to listen to directions when all you're trying to do is have fun at the wedding I had stuff. one family that had like three pages worth of group shot mm-hmm. lists that they wanted and I was <laughs> I was like terrified and I was just like are you, like I was like for this set of, are you sure like I don't know if we can do this. And she was like, it's fine. We're going to just, like, get through this. And, like, she had them, like, line up. And it was just quick in and out and, like, switching people out. And I was thoroughly impressed with yeah. it. And I was like, damn, all right. I don't have to do anything so here. They, like, you so got they had this. it down. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, we're done, like, on time? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> this is a miracle. I was like, can you come with me for all the group <laughs> like, shows? Like, that's yeah. great. Well, because, you know, how I said about the group photos, I'm really good at taking – over for family photos so getting through them quickly like that's one of our skill sets i think yeah Um, dude that is you can market that (laughs) in and of itself yeah but we tell i mean we tell the clients like you know you want to get through them fast yeah else we're not going to have time for any of your photos i always like to just tell them like the longer this takes, the more we're taking you away from mm-hmm. your cocktail hour and yeah. getting to interact with your guests. Exactly. And, like, yeah. you want to party mm-hmm. and go have a drink and relax. And yeah. people, like, you know, like, their cheeks start hurting yeah. from, like, smiling and just <laughs> doing that. Fit. And it's just, and they're always just like, oh, this sucks. I'm like, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then do you ever have to, like, cut any family short? Because we, we'll, we'll have it where they're, we finish, like, the list. But then, you know, another aunt is still there, another uncle's still there, and they want to give their photo. And Sometimes know. I get a couple of those, but I feel like more often than not, like, I get the couple who's just like, we're done. Like, we're just like, <laughs> we're done it. with this. Or like, if we need to get any more of yeah. these, we'll get them during dinner or yeah. like after. Yeah. And we never do, because by that point, like, it's already dark. And yeah. it's just like, and maybe yeah. they'll like, grab someone on the dance floor and like, uh-huh. here, take a quick photo. Yeah. But like after the group like shots, I was like, we're we're done. Yeah, we're done with yeah, this now. Yeah. yeah. No, I, we always make it a point to them. Like as soon as we're done with the list, and there's still a few people. Yeah. You know, we just nicely say like, just so you know, we're done with the list. Uh, yeah. We're right on time now. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we're you, about to fall back. We're now. about to fall back. But if you want to keep going, <clears throat> yeah, this is your wedding. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. So, I haven't had yeah. to deal with that yet, but I'm keeping that in my back pocket in yeah. case that comes up. Yeah. Well, we, you know, we shoot a lot of Hispanic weddings, but that's, that's, also that's true. no, no diss to my, it's, my familia. No, it's a little different in the Pacific Northwest. Let's admit that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we have to deal with that a lot, but it's, it's yeah. all good. We don't mind. It, it ends up being really good. Our best weddings or our best, 
like when we have the best experience it's usually like we'll have a really good coordinator that takes over oh that's yeah, magic yeah. right there i love that Dude, that's, a, had, we that's have, a thing of beauty we'll carry this or my phone or we'll have like a printed out list for the family photos mm-hmm. and we've had a coordinator just like is that your list take it out of my hand i'm like this is gonna be the best day so <laughs> yeah, i always try to have that one person just like help me out with that <laughs> so do you uh do you run your own website and everything i do are you a one-man show i'm a one man show one, one woman, woman show. show sorry <laughs> we need to keep this pc okay? <laughs> yeah you do everything yourself i do everything myself and how's that <laughs> it gets overwhelming at times that's probably why i'm falling behind on the blogging right now um but it's really fun yeah. i feel like at this point it would be kind of an ordeal for me to be able to like give up control yeah like I do, You're like, like this all is my, mine. <laughs> like, I'm like, um, but are you actually, you don't, do, you don't know. What I'll do it. I'll it's do fine. It. <laughs> I'll, like, I got it. I got it. I do all the advertising, all the marketing, yeah. all the editing, all the copy on my website. It's on me. Yeah. I try to keep it as personal. Do you do any of this stuff like on the go while you're traveling and stuff? Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> that's yeah. how you keep yourself busy. Yeah, I like even just coming here. Like yeah. I just had, I was a little crazy like the day before um, my travel, just like setting up like everything so yeah. I would be able to work while I'm traveling. Yeah, because I'm gone right now for like three weeks. Yeah, so I saw that. I can't stop working. <laughs> <laughs> like, what would that be like? Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. want to find out. <laughs> And do you, like, manage your own books and everything, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's the fun part of the job, huh? Isn't that great? <laughs> right. Tax season right now. It's like, when is it? Next week? Yeah. I need to get that done. <laughs> do you do, for your business, do you do your taxes annually? Uh, yeah. I pay yeah. quarterly the estimated taxes mm-hmm. just to make it hurt less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I um, file annually. Yeah. I've noticed mo- most people do the quarterly thing. I think that's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to. You know, no. Nobody wants a big bill. No, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, you're getting a big bill regardless. It already sucks to have to give that money to the government <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, so what do you have? plan for the future what's the future of uh marcella.jpg which is a super cool instagram <laughs> handle by the thank way thank you thank you uh i thought it was pretty obvious but i'm a little clever and I was, I was pretty happy about it myself um i am right now just really focused on my business and trying to grow that and expand do some more in california so mm-hmm. i can extend my season and work more because, like, the season in Portland's pretty short. It's just yeah. the summer. Um, so I just want to be able to, like, come down more often and do that. Um, I'm just trying to grow my business. Just keep focused on that. Maybe down the line move back to California. Mm-hmm. That's kind of still up in the air for yeah. me. Just kind of winging it. Yeah. How's, Port- how's Portland treating you? Pretty great, honestly. Yeah. Why would you want to come back down here? <laughs> <laughs> Sunlight. Are you kidding me? The vitamin D deficiency is so real. <laughs> I have heard that. I, I will come back down just for the winters, probably. Yeah. It's it, You know, it's funny that you bring up the, you know, that it, in Oregon, you just have the uh, season for yeah. weddings. Yeah. I was just out in Omaha. I was talking to my buddy out there. Yeah. And his, he's off season right now. Like, he's right. about to shoot his first wedding. And then another one, his, his real season starts in May. Right. You know, so he's just chilling. That's and, me during the winter. Yeah. But I'm, like, twiddling yeah. my thumbs. Yeah. And I'm, like, what do I do for myself right now? But down here, we, you know, I don't know what. 
what you're talking about, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't even feel like you can shoot here in the summers when it's, like, over 100 degrees. We've got four weddings in August. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I would not want to do that. But the whole season thing, like, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie, we had, we had somebody... We sent our prices, and, and then they asked us, well, what are – do you have seasonal rates? And we're like, what the heck is that? Yeah, no. So, like, up there it makes sense during the winter if someone's like, yeah, but, like, do you have any off-season discounts? And we're all just – like, after, like, four months of not working, we get, like, a little, like, desperate. Yes, of course. Yes, Here's yes. Just Hire me. I need to work. How do I work my camera again yeah. after, like, not shooting for a while? Uh, my goal, like, probably – for me, I'd be really happy with, like, spending my summers in Portland and, like, my winters in either California or Mexico. Yeah. That would be Do you ideal. have family in Mexico, too? Um, somewhere. Yeah, no, yeah, I do. I still have, like, cousins and yeah. aunts and uncles yeah. and stuff down But when there. you go down there, you got friends and family you visit and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Because down here, your family's here, too. My family's right? mostly here. Okay. Yeah. So when you come to California, you get to also spend some time with I'm family. partying with my homies. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm here with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to keep shooting? Yeah. Yeah? Keep I have shooting. no desire to stop right now. Any other, like, business ventures you're trying to do? No. Not right now. I'm pretty happy with just focusing on weddings. Yeah. Yeah. I love my clients. Mm-hmm. I love the couples that I get to work with. I feel like oftentimes, like, I can easily, like, go grab a drink with them mm-hmm. and just, like, hang out and, like, have yeah. a conversation. Yeah. And, like, just seeing them share their love with me and then being able to connect with them on a very human level yeah. makes me very happy. And I feel like the, the I mean, what we've noticed on our end, the, the, the couples that we attract are very much couples that our personalities mix well together so you almost want to be like friends with them totally yeah yeah and that that's just the kind of thing that makes me really enjoy my job and Mm -hmm. not have it feel like a job yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so what kind of advice would you give entrepreneurs wanting to start uh shooting weddings and more specifically destination weddings and don't well, say, tell them not to. <laughs> no, never. No. Don't go. <laughs> no, I love shooting destination weddings. I think it's really fun. But I think it's really difficult if you're starting to try to like market as a destination wedding mm-hmm. photographer. But it's really difficult to market yourself as a destination wedding photographer unless you have destination weddings like already to show for mm-hmm. it. So if you're trying to get into that market, the best thing I would suggest that you could do is just take a personal trip somewhere find a couple set up a style shoot or even find a couple like just someone who's already married and just do like an anniversary session like that's how i got into doing weddings in yosemite Mm -hmm. i had like it just um there was a wedding photographer from san diego that was going to be there at the same time and we did a shoot with her and her husband there and i got that featured in june bug and then once i got featured that really opened the door for doing more weddings Mm -hmm. there so if you like take a personal trip somewhere that's really special to you, do a shoot there, do something, and then just try to market that. Yeah. And once you put that out there, then you'll start kind of bringing it back to you. So very cool. Yeah. So you have a pretty impressive portfolio. And you Thank love- you. <laughs> <laughs> your love for for photography shows in your work. And uh, you capture very cute and intimate moments with your clients. Thank you. I try. (laughs) (laughs) It's really great to sit with you and get a a real perspective from someone who, like, 
does what you do. Thank so. you. It's been such an honor to be here. Thanks so for cool. taking the little time that you had while you're <laughs> down here to come on here and, and shoot the shit with me. No, dude. <laughs> this has been great. Thanks and for having me. Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where can our listeners find you? So on Instagram, it's marcella.jpg. It's M-A-R-C-E-L-A dot J-P-G. Mm-hmm. Uh, my website, I had to go and make my url a little difficult it's mgpulido.co and that's mgpulido.co <laughs> don't worry if you type in com like i did you'll still be able to find you good yeah <laughs> but i'm gonna have all the links in the in the show notes below so Sweet. everyone will be able to find you that works guys go out and find marcella click on the links below check out her work it's amazing go look at the llamas that's the best well, I, I tell you i peaked with the llamas so i'll never live that down <laughs> going to Fiji that's going to be pretty sick true true but always alumnus I do love them thanks again for coming out thanks for having me it's great (laughs) and there you have it guys another amazing guest I had such an amazing time talking with Marcella and getting to know the ins and outs of destination wedding photography. She had uh, so much input, so much info for us. Um, She was really great. I had so much fun talking to her and just discussing the ins and outs of destination wedding photography. So I want to thank her for coming on. She was super great. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did enjoy this episode, please scroll down to the bottom and rate this podcast. Give it that five star. Uh, Give it that five star rating. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think. If you want to reach out to me, ask me questions, anything that you want to have answered on the podcast or that you want to hear about, let me know. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Del Toro Photo. Uh, you can now follow us on Instagram at Wedding Photo Podcast. So go there, give it a follow. And like I said, I want to hear who's listening. I want to hear from you guys. Let me know what you think. Um, again, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We're all over the place. Another big thank you to our sponsor, IE Photo Rentals. Uh, they're a rental house here in the Inland Empire. And if you're listening to this podcast, you go down to IE Photo Rentals to rent some gear. Uh, let them know that you listen to the podcast and they will give you 10% off of your next rental. Super awesome. Thank you guys again. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and we will see you on the next one. 